Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. run your happy life podcast it's tina and i am feeling really passionate about this podcast episode today um i was really inspired to do this while i was taking down christmas decorations most importantly the ornaments on our christmas tree and i just felt like i had this epiphany while i was taking them down and I just literally stopped what I was doing and ran upstairs, which is where I am right now, to record these podcasts and just felt like I had to share the message because it's so powerful and it's so important and I just want other people, I want it to resonate with you because I think it's something that so many of us let impact our life and kind of take our energy and our attention away from other things and I want us to... Maybe just take a moment today while you're listening to this and analyze things for yourself a little bit. So um, let me go ahead and kind of explain what I'm talking about. So I'm downstairs and I am taking the decorations off the Christmas tree and I'm by myself. The kids are outside with Mike getting the decorations down and I just was over it. <laughs> I wanted it down. Christmas literally just ended. We're, what is today when I'm recording this? Um, Sunday and you know we're about to start back to school on Monday and I just wanted it down so I got two bins actually to be specific I have one bin and one basket I would say they're about the size a little bigger than a shoebox and I put them on the couch next to the tree and I start pulling the bulbs off of the tree in no order or fashion at all whatsoever just pulling them off one at a time because I'm just over it right and I'm putting them into these bins so I decided I'm just going to randomly separate them into the bins like one you know the the bulbs that you buy like the store-bought bulbs and packages I just put them in one of the bins and then all of the homemade like the memory ornaments the things that the kids have made I'm just putting them in the other bin and I'm literally just like there was no plan, there was no rhyme, there was no reason, there was no order, there was really no organizing of the ornaments in any way, shape, or form. As I'm putting them in, I'm just dropping them into one bin, one after the other, and thought to myself, oh my gosh, I'm almost, 
I don't know if I'm embarrassed, but I feel like so many people would see this strategy of me and the care that I'm not really giving to these ornaments and it would like make them cringe or they would think like, oh my gosh, how can she do that? And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe everybody does it this way, but I feel like I've witnessed, you know, through friends and family, numerous rituals for packing and putting ornaments away and how to store them through the you know until next Christmas and I even I've even seen like organizing ornament organizers that you can buy to put them in and I, I mean I think that's great I think you know if that works for you know those people but it just doesn't work for me and I feel like I had I had this moment where I was like who cares why does it matter why am I trying? Like, why am I like guilting myself or making myself think that I'm doing this a wrong way when this 100% works for me? I just, I guess the only way I can explain it is that I just don't value, I guess, these things as much as I value my time and my brain space that it would take me to organize all of this and come up with a plan. It's just, it doesn't come naturally to me. I'm not a super organized person which is why simplifying is so important to me. But I, this is what was working for me and I just wanted to do it. And like, I just had this like a who cares moment. Why am I even making this a thing? So I literally took the two bins that I sorted my ornaments into and I put those into the Rubbermaid bin and I called it a day. There was no wrapping them in tissue paper, which is what I used to do. There was no putting them into little plastic containers. I just don't care, to be honest. I am not the mom who is going to yell like at the at the kids if they're playing near the tree or they're pulling ornaments off the tree like things that they've made and one of them breaks or something happens like I'm you know I'm just like oh well you know moving on and it's just it's always in my perspective and I don't know why I was always trying to fit myself in this box of you know should my tree be decorated a certain way and should I be storing things a certain way and and I I sometimes get myself caught up in the comparison game of not so much I wish I had that kind of comparison, but should I be doing things this way? Like, is this the wrong way to do things? And the truth is there is no right way. There is no wrong way. There is the way that works for you. And I can't believe it has taken me until late in my 30s to realize this, that it's there is no specific way to do most things in your life. I feel like I've spent the majority of my life thinking that I'm doing things the wrong way or that there's a way that I should be doing them that is better, that would make me a better mom, that would make me more organized, that would make me a better person. And the truth is there's not. There is whatever works for you. And this was just another example of that. For me, it might be something that other people would cringe at or maybe never do, but I just, I didn't care enough to individually put my ornaments away and I'm a, I'm good with I'm so good with that because it took me 15 minutes to get that stuff off my tree cuz I was done with it. And the truth is, I don't spend a ton of time, you know, with intricate details of putting my tree up anyway <laughs> when it comes to next Christmas. I don't. I sometimes I get, you know, caught up in the should game and I think like, "Oh my gosh, should I be you know, getting new ornaments and like, should I be giving this more attention? I just don't want to. I just don't want to. And that's okay. I, you know, do the tradition with my family. I, you know, I put the tree up with my kids and my husband and I let the kids hang their stuff wherever. 
which there was a time when I didn't, when I was thinking it again, had to look a certain way, but I just don't care. It doesn't bother me. It's to me, I really learned to value experiences over things. And I've talked to you guys about that. If you've listened to the podcast before, or at least shown up at any of the lives that I've done on my Facebook group, which I usually do on Wednesdays, I go live to talk to the running groups, but I also just make it public on my Facebook page. I, I've talked a lot about the time when I was home with the kids during COVID and I really needed help, right? Like I felt like I was struggling with life. The truth is I was struggling with a lot of the, you should be doing X, Y, and Z part of life. And I was, I was doing it to myself. And so I really had to do a deep dive at that time and figure out like, how, how can I trim the fat basically of all of the things that I'm trying to do and that I'm giving energy towards because I just couldn't do it. You know, I just couldn't keep up with, at that time I had two kids at home. I was working virtually. I was trying to teach Jocelyn. She was in kindergarten learning how to read and it was a nightmare. And Mike was working from home and I just felt like I couldn't keep up with anything. I couldn't keep up with the laundry. I couldn't keep up with cleaning the house. I couldn't keep up with my work tasks. I couldn't keep up with what I felt I should have been doing as a parent and, and how I should have been teaching my kids. And it was just, it was too much. So I started really researching and figuring out, you know, how to simplify things in my life. Like I knew that I needed to get rid of things that were taking up my mental energy. And so of course, it started with my physical spaces. I, I found and kind of fell in love with the whole idea of minimalism and the idea that it's not, you know, one, like it's not a certain type of way that you have to be. Like minimalism is, it means different things to different people. And really, ultimately, it means just kind of like, you know, scaling down what you have, living in a in a way that is comfortable for you. There's no specific rules for it. And it was so life-changing for me when I realized that I was keeping physical things that I didn't need anymore that were taking up my mental energy, my visual energy. Like it was just, I didn't need it. And when I started getting rid of that, I started feeling so good. I started asking myself, what other things in my life could I scale down on, you know, what kind of things were taking my emotional energy or, you know, what kind of things were taking up my time throughout the week that I could get rid of because it was just burning me out. And I started to scale down on, you know, on social, you know, engagements. And I started to scale down on things that I felt I needed to be doing and my schedule, you know, what I was trying to get done in a week and the activities that we were doing. I just, it was too much. And I spent some time kind of just pulling back, assessing the situation, analyzing my needs and where my energy was going, and then realizing that I didn't care about so many of the things I was putting energy towards. Things like decorating or updating decorations. I don't, I'm not really super into, you know, fashion and having the latest styles. I know this sounds so corny of me, but I really am not into so many things that I was putting pressure on myself to have and to do and to get done. And I just don't care about it. So I really had a mindset shift then because I needed it in that time. And I started to think about what do I actually value? And to me, I want my energy to go to experiences. I want my energy to go towards 
spending time with my family. And for me, that I value spending time going places, like being outdoors with my family, going on hikes, going on bike rides. Like I value that. And I realized that if I was going to give my energy to my kids and my family and being outside and going on these adventures and going exploring, then I had to stop giving my energy to things that I didn't care about, to how I'm in, you know, in this instance, how I'm decorating the tree or how I'm taking down decorations. Like it doesn't, in my opinion, deserve my mental energy. And so I felt so relieved. I felt so refreshed to know I had so much more control than I thought. I didn't have to do all of the things that I thought that I was supposed to do. I could pick the things that were important to me and I could get rid of the rest. Now, some people love those kinds of things. Some people love to decorate and some people love the intricacies of putting together a really beautiful tree and buying really nice ornaments and investing in ornaments and, and making it a thing. And, and if that is you, then great. Like if it makes you feel good. But if you're doing those things, and you feel like you're doing those things because you are supposed to or because you should or because you're trying to feel like you're as good as what you've seen posted in social media, then maybe you need to stop. Maybe you need to stop because it's just going to probably build up some resentment and you're going to keep yourself from enjoying the things that you really do care about. I feel like this Christmas in particular because we were so busy we put a lot of energy into I don't know that I would even say energy we put a lot of money into physical items this year which we have never done ever um, and the reason is because we have been extremely busy too busy I need to to really re again recalculate reanalyze revisit my schedule and and what we're doing as a family but we've been so busy that we didn't give ourselves time to sit down and think about what was important to us during Christmas this year. And so we ended up in like this panic mode, getting on Amazon and ordering things. We joke about it and say like every couple of days, like we'll forget, like did we buy this, this or this? And then we would just get on and order things laying in bed late at night. And we ended up with so many more physical items that we got for our kids than we ever wanted to. There was a point on Christmas morning. This is kind of embarrassing, but you know, whatever, not really. Maybe someone can relate to this, but there was a point on Christmas morning where I just wanted them to be done opening presents. Like I I was over it. I was done. Like they don't need all of this stuff. And that's because I let other things have my energy and I didn't think about what was important to me. And so we were both, Mike and I, on Christmas Day, we're like, oh my gosh, what were we thinking like what did we do so part of the problem for us or part of the challenge for us is that we travel to Pennsylvania every Christmas and so when we order gifts for our kids we ship them to Pennsylvania so we don't have to drag them you know um, on the drive and so we can't physically see what we've been buying so yeah that's a problem but honestly we just didn't take the time to think about what was important to us and we were just kind of working on this overload function and it's just it was not serving us it was not allowing us to enjoy the things that were important to us during Christmas time so lesson learned um, we both said <laughs> that next Christmas we are sitting down and we're creating a list and we're just we're not gonna do it because Again, like think for us and our family, things are not valued as much as experiences. And I know that sounds very like, I don't know, 
I don't know what it sounds like. But I don't mean it to say that, you know, buying physical things are bad. Like if, if that's something that you're into, if there are things that you really enjoy having and doing with your family, then that's something that you should consider investing in. But we just don't value that. And so we were just not being ourselves and kind of let things get away from us. But I, I guess, you know, the other thing I wanted to bring this back to, because I'm always thinking about the runners that I'm working with. And one of the things that many runner, many of the runners have shared, especially getting ready to start the, um, the first part of the program with our winter group, which starts this coming week, one of the things that several of the new, new, new runners mentioned was that there was always this embarrassment, right, of taking on running, of being outside and running and what people would think and what I I should be doing and, you know, getting caught up in that worrying about what we think we should be doing and what we think uh, running should look like. And it, it needs to be thought of in a very similar way that I really had to function in the rest of my life, which is simplifying it and who cares? Like, what is important to you? You know, if you, you, the people who signed up for this program, it's important to them that they go on this journey and they've decided to care about their their health and putting themselves first and finding a purpose and finding that drive and finding their identity again. And that's what's important to them. So the other stuff has to go. It has to be who cares. So when you start thinking about all of the little things that you you could get caught up in, you know, if you get caught up in the, but what will pe people think of me if I start a running program? But what if people see me running and they think that I look silly? But what if I, this one comes up a lot in the summer, but I don't, I don't want to wear shorts and I have to wear shorts to go for a run. Like all of these things come up and they really have nothing to do with you and what's important to you and what you value. And so honestly, do you think other people have the time and the energy to worry about what, whether or not you're wearing shorts? I mean, think about your life. Like, do you really have time to worry about a neighbor or someone that you see and wondering, like, why are they starting a running program or why would they be running? No, I hope not. Like, if anyone's putting their energy to worrying about <laughs> worrying about you and what you are wearing and what program you are starting, then good grief, they need to get a life, honestly, if anybody's really worried about that. And here's the thing. People who are going to judge someone who's starting a running program and the way that they're doing it, someone who's going to sit back and judge obviously is not a runner because no runner I know would sit around and tell a new runner, why are you doing that? Or what were you thinking? Or why are you wearing that? And so guess what? If you're out running and someone's judging you, you're running and they're not. The end, they're not doing it. And the other thing is they really can't be working out at all because anybody who works out does not take the time to shame people or to think those kinds of things of people who are starting to become a runner or trying something new. They're gonna be there saying like, good job, good for you, because they're happy because they feel good about themselves. You know who does say things like that? Miserable people who don't like themselves. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not even kidding. You have to not like yourself to be able to say unkind things about somebody else and to give that your energy. You really do. It, it, it honestly, you have to be unhappy. And it's very sad if someone were to take the time to say, what are you doing running? Or why would you wear that running? Or you look so stupid running, whatever it is. 
Like someone would really have to be unhappy with themselves, the bottom line, to be honest. So I want you guys to do a little inventory of your life and your energy and what you are giving your energy to. I want you to think about if if you are giving your energy to something that really isn't important to you or really isn't serving you, like giving your energy to other people and what they think. They don't deserve, not that they don't deserve, worrying about that doesn't deserve your energy. You need to conserve it for the things that you value. And if you don't know yet, that's okay. I really didn't know until I needed to know. I didn't know. But it, I bet if you start thinking about it more often, if you start thinking about thinking about it as you go through the day and you go through the weeks, you'll start saying like, oh yeah, like I really do think that this is important to me or I think that it's time that I, you know, trim the fat when it came to my social obligations or how many nights I'm hanging out with friends or one, how often I'm getting distracted when I'm working on projects, whatever it is. But think about what is serving you, what's important to you, and try to give your energy more of that. Try to give more of your energy to the things in life that you really value and that you really enjoy. And it will be so life-giving to you. So life-giving. So anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with me today. I really enjoyed being here. If you have not yet, make sure that you follow me on Instagram at Run with Tina Reppa and make sure you follow me on Facebook at Tina Reppa Running. Our new group is starting this week. I'm so excited for them. Our hype squad is off the chain. We have, oh my gosh, I don't even know. We have a lot of people on the hype squad. It just keeps growing because they love to come back and support each other. Um, and they decided to give their energy to this new group to be supportive. And it's really, really amazing to watch. But we are starting this week with our warm-up week and then heading into the Prep Me program, which is the very, very beginning, the beginning steps to getting to a 5K training program. And then we'll roll right into the 5K training, and they will be doing 3.1 miles by the end of March, which is so, so super exciting. I know some of you have reached out to me asking about when the spring group will be and it will be in March or April. There will be a challenge to start and then we will kick off the next program but we are not quite ready for that. We're going to get this group up and running and see how amazing they're going to do. I'll be showing some REPA runner profiles, profiles of brand new runners through social media. I'm going to pick one of them to do one or two a week to share with you because their journeys are so inspiring and they are just like you. And if you are somebody who's considering, should I be a runner? Can I really do this? Absolutely. 100%. You can do it. And I'm going to let you watch their journey. I'm going to give you some sneak peeks into their journey so that you can watch how it's done because they are so ready. This group is so, so ready. And so... I haven't mentioned this in the couple on the last few podcasts I've recorded, but if you are someone who's on the fence, you know, it is January and everybody gets super excited to start their new goals and um, to do to do something new to take care of themselves and focus on their health. And so if you haven't thought about it, maybe consider heading out for your first day of running, which would consist of, you know, my first recommendation, I would do five minutes of walking, 15 seconds or 20 seconds of jogging. And then repeat that four times and then pat yourself on the back because you just did your very first run. And if you can do that, 
then you have what it takes to get to a 5K and beyond if you decide to do that. So you guys can do it. Just start with step one, slowly increase, give yourself so much grace, but push yourself hard enough to know you're going to be uncomfortable and watch how much you grow and how quickly you turn in to a brand new runner. Be careful because it's addicting. If you need help, you know where to find me. All right, you guys, I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.